everybody. Welcome to another episode of Sarcastic Mind. I'm your host, Chris Burton. I'm here with JJ. JJ, what's up, man? What's up, everybody? So today we're going to be doing um, a movie deathmatch. So we're going to start doing this where we take two movies that are similar and battle them out and see which ones we prefer and give you our opinions. So today we are doing two classics. Uh, one's a little bit, quite a bit older than the other one, but Dumb and Dumber versus Step Brothers. So That's, uh, 94 versus 2008. You had to, you looked that up for sure. Yeah. I, yeah what? I've, I, I just remember this. I know Dumb and Dumber came out when I was probably in like junior high or somewhere around there because um, I had to close my eyes at the part where <laughs> him and uh, that, him and, um, Laura Holly, is that her name? Laura Holly? Uh, like she's like taking off her dress or whatever, and it's the the headlight. <laughs> yeah. um, so I remember I had to do that. But um, that's another right, thing so, in this. That's another thing in this battle. Like the time domain when they're when they're far apart like that. Like we were at very different parts. I mean, we're talking about going from from school to like college age. Like that's yeah. that's a, that's quite a bit of difference of like the viewer, which is interesting. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about uh, each movie. So we're just going to kind of break down, um, you know, our favorite parts from each. And then we'll kind of talk about which one we we prefer and which one we think is better. So uh, so the first one, let's start with uh, let's start with Dumb and Dumber. Uh, like I said, when I was when I was a kid, this came out and uh, it. At the time, it was like the funniest movie I'd ever seen. And it was one of those things where even at that age, you knew it was stupid. I mean, I was 12 maybe. And even then, I was like, this movie's so stupid. But it's hilarious. And it, it's, I think one of the redeeming qualities for all comedies is it gets funnier every time you watch it. So you pick up on little things. You see things that are, uh, you know, there's more to it every time you watch it. And this definitely has that feeling for me. Um, I mean, what's is this? Is, this is so. This is this is Jim Jim Carrey, kind of his his peak, right? I mean, this is the Ace Ventura mask run. This is all. This is the top of the that kind of Jim Carrey. This is like the pre pre like Truman Show Jim Carrey, but that that goofball slapstick comedy peak Jim Jim Carrey, right? Yeah, I mean you had the you had um, this the Mask, Cable Guy, Ace Ventura one and two, and then he kind of started getting into uh, like more kind of like serious role, not serious, but definitely more. Um, you yeah, know, dramatic role, I mean, man, man on the moon. Um, I mean, he had a Riddler before that too, and then the the yeah, cable guy, liar, liar. It was not the same. Liar, movie. liar. I can't believe I forgot that one. That one's awesome. Yeah, but then it really starts to change around a little bit, and then yeah, now we now he's a painter. Yeah, um, uh, I, I think the last thing I saw him in was probably probably Kick Ass Two. He was in there. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I I can't remember the, the last movie uh, that he's done that I've that I've seen. He, I'm sure he he's probably been in some stuff. I know he was in. Well, he's in that weird movie like Number Twenty Three or whatever. Number Twenty Three. Uh, yes, man. Yes, man uh, was okay. Bruce Almighty yeah. was good. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so that's peak peak Carrie. Yeah. So uh, for uh, this kind of comedy, not only him, but the Fairley brothers. This was like their first. uh, I think this might have been their first major movie that came out Uh, after this. You know, they also did Kingpin. They did uh, something about Mary. Um, I know there's some other ones I'm missing, but. Do you think do you think there's two careers? I mean, this is like the point. Is there two careers that split off in such rapid different directions from here from Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels? Well, Jeff Daniels was already I mean, Jeff Daniels definitely went uh the more I think about it, this might have been the only comedy that he's been in that I can think of. I mean, he was off in the top of my head. I mean, he's been in so much stuff, and none of it even resembles this. No, no, it's definitely a way bigger turn of uh, character for him, definitely. Because uh, I mean, but he's been in a lot of stuff. I mean, he was in—he was really good in Social uh, Social Network. He was oh, in. Yeah. Um, I always get always get him and uh, Jeff Bridges mixed up. Oh yeah, I, I don't know that. why, but I always always get them mixed up. But anyways, um, so so let's talk a little bit about about Dumb and Dumber and kind of what what we remember from it. I, I just I, I think early on in the movie, you I, I think comparing the two movies, Dumb and Dumber um, to me was funnier from the like first moment. You know, it goes in that whole thing where he's limo driver and he he gets fired and he go he goes to the house and yeah like, you know, awesome. I mean, these, these guys are just trying to go the extra mile for their customers and completely lose their jobs the other guy driving the sheepdog um oh, i didn't think really that through my my first the first moments like you mentioned i think the first like the whole first, I don't know, like 20 minutes are the ones I'm actually l- still laughing out loud at. Like those are the ones like where it is really like they're, they're just they're just finding out about these characters are the ones that the, the bits are ones I'm still like giving chuckles at. I mean, the, the Austrian joke still gets me every time. Like as soon as he's at the limo. <laughs> well, mean, and then he so, good. So, so they both get fired and they only have a few few dollars. So Jim Carrey goes on a run and he comes back with like a box of fucking toys, basically. Yeah. And he gets robbed by that little old lady because uh, he's sitting there and he's basically just telling her that, you know, oh, I'm surprised you're, you know, I think he says something along the lines of, uh, even though you're slow and dangerous behind the wheel, you can still serve a purpose. <laughs> and it's just, you know, stuff like that. And and Jim Carrey had such a great, you know, in uh, – you know, I, I don't know if you heard the story, but he um, he chipped his tooth while they were filming or before they started filming it. And he was going to get it fixed. And they were like, no, leave it. And he so he he left it or whatever. And that one little thing just I mean, without that chipped tooth, I, I don't know how how funny some of this stuff is because it just adds so much to it. Yeah, his um, his, his look and they they yeah, obviously giving these guys the look was was so great for that. Like I mean they they definitely had the look of 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 what you want like these characters to be at and you know along with the chip tooth you have so much of Carrie just making stuff up on set. So like the the big gulp scene was totally made up. There's just some extras sitting there holding some big gulps cuz they're out 7-Eleven. He walks out and he's like big gulps, huh? Well, see you later. And that was just 
totally unscripted. And my favorite unscripted one that I found was the man on the moon scene from the bar. It was just a prop sitting in the Denver bar, and he walks out and he's like, "What? What? Look at that!" And it's just he, like he acts like he's seen the for the first time, and just Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey, ad libbing. Uh, I think some of the funniest scenes are something that he just put in. Oh, I, I think that's definitely. I, I think most great comedies, it it has that. Uh, I'd like to see kind of what was actually in the script and then what was added after they were just kind of bullshitting around. But, it, it, you know, and another part that I, I always laugh at, man, is when they're sitting there and uh, those the people knock on the door or whatever, and he, he goes to the the door and they're looking through the, the thing, and the, the one guy is, like, putting a silencer on the gun. And, and Jim Carrey's like, um, did you did you pay the gas bill? <laughs> and he just, yeah, and he's, he's sit there and he just makes that face like you know like oh shit I didn't and he, gra- <laughs> he grabs him he's like he's like you idiot and it's like yeah dude they're gonna they're gonna kill you because you did because you're late on your <laughs> gas payment. Um, I mean, there's then, just, you know, there's, yeah, the, the, one, ahead, the other one there on that one. Um, I mean, just their apartment. If you look around at <laughs> the stuff they have inside the apartment, if you take a closer look and like how giant the worm farm is and yeah, everything they have. It's like eighty percent of the room. So, so perfect. Um, uh, so then, uh, so after that, they they get on the road and they. Um, it, it's one of those like great uh, like. Uh, road trip movies, you know, because it has all these different things. You know, when they stop at the diner, um, they uh, they're sitting there, and there's one line where he's uh, they're talking about how much money they have, and he goes, uh, he goes, man, I don't know if we have enough to get there. According to this map, we've only moved four inches. Yeah, four inches. <laughs> <laughs> and just just those things where it's uh, again, like I said earlier, it's it's where they're they're complete morons, but they did it in a way to where it didn't. Like, you don't get angry at them for being a moron. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes, for instance, like uh, like Hangover, okay? In the, yeah. in the first Hangover, you kind of uh, for, forgave um, Galifianakis because he, you know, he basically caused all of that. But by the third time, you're like, dude, what the fuck? Like, get your shit together, man. Right. You know, but these guys, they, they do it so well, and it's so, like, innocent that... Uh, that you just kind of roll with it and and you're able to laugh with them. And I I think that's what makes it great. Yeah. And I think, you know, especially I think of the age of which we watched it, you know, you're a kid, it's a kid, you're a kid and you're watching this movie. And uh, I mean, just there's so many one liners where you, you're just, it's just like laugh after laugh on just the, I mean, it is pieced together, right? It's just pieced together with these little, uh, these ga- it's a gag reel over and over again, but so many of them I think hit home. Um, just makes it absolutely funny, and just like you said, it's it's so quotable. Um, <laughs> that I mean, even going back to the home, our our birds' heads are falling off. I mean, I said that as a kid. Yeah, yeah. How many times? Well, not only that, but then that they, one. but then he he tapes it back on and sells it sells to it the to blind the kid. <laughs> Uh, and then it's a uh, it's, it's a, a story, story on like hard copy or whatever. It was, it was. I think it was current affairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so they, I mean, they, and they do this like a hundred. They did the same gig like a few times, and it hits every time. The one where Lloyd is, uh, you know, uh, where he going to the airport, flying somewhere. 
you know, <laughs> and yeah. then and then right back right back later, you know, Harry's like, those are your skis. Oh, yeah. Uh, both of them. <laughs> you know, and it's like same same humor, but it's every time. Well, and it's and there's little, you know, you talk about quotable lines, but there's just little things that are normal lines that you you carry over. I know I carry over into normal day. So like the part where um, uh, Harry is sitting there and he's talking to the she ends up being a cop, but he doesn't you, you know, you don't know that at that time. Mm-hmm. And she's talking about her ex and she goes, she goes, and then he, do you know what he said after that? And he goes, no, and I don't care. <laughs> like I say that I say that probably at least once a week, <laughs> that exact same, you know, um, it's just in, in just little things like that, uh, I, I think are, are what made that such a just relatable movie, you know, cause I mean, there's quotes from like Anchorman and, and movies like that, that are only that you can only use in certain situations. Right. Um, but this, I mean, it's just every little line that they made, the way that they sold it was just perfect. Yeah. And there's a visual in there too, right? Like the visual of when when uh, Jeff Daniels walks in to go skiing with her, the helmet that he has on, and he's in his full ski suit to go into the restaurant. Oh yeah, he's already funniest. got the skis on, and he's got this like like alien looking racing helmet on already. It's just like so brilliant. And then every outfit they come out with after they get the money is yeah. just like they're you can tell they're just having fun with the costumes. One of my uh, probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie is where. Jim Carrey, he knows that uh, that Harry spent all day with with Mary. Mm-hmm. Her name is Mary, right? Yeah, um, I think it's Mary. It's and Mary he, Mary Swanson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam, Samsonite. Samsonite. Samson. <laughs> yeah, um, Mary Swanson. And uh, so he's sitting there, and and Harry's trying to make him feel better. And he goes, because uh, he got stood up at the bar, and he goes, "Well, he goes, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute." What if she meant 10 at night? And he's like, <laughs> and you could tell that there's just a look on his face. He didn't even think of it. He goes, I just, I just thought she was a raging alcoholic. <laughs> and, um, and then, you know, of course, he, uh, he puts the, the stuff in his drink. And, dude, that – I don't care how many times I've seen that. Um, that part, I, I die laughing every single time. It is good, uh, it's good, good old-fashioned poop humor. Yeah, not only that, but then the fact that it does, that he can't flush it. So now he's sitting there in this toilet is has been blown to shreds, and there, you know there's basically nothing he can do about it. Um, just another great scene, you know. And then he's got <laughs> then it's got Jim Carrey, and he's he's sitting there on that bike, and he's just laughing his ass off. Uh, just I, I I don't know. I, I to me that's like the the more than any other scene, that's the one that jumps out and stands out to me. Uh, all right. Um, so, so yeah. And then uh, the the villain in this movie is kind of hit or miss. Like, I, I think this is, uh, oh, I'll, get into, I'll get into this a little bit later, but I think this is kind of one of the negatives um, on the, on the movie is that all of the punchlines are, are them too, you know, like a lot of other movies and we'll get into step brothers because it, def- it definitely has this, but all these other movies have other side characters that have great lines and great moments. But pretty much every laugh in this movie comes from those two guys. And, they, you know, that's that's great. But um, I like when they have 
you know, you have those little characters that come in here and there and they, and they give a little something to it. So, um, let's kind of change pace and let's, uh, let's switch over to Step Brothers. So this, this movie has grown on me. The first time I saw Step Brothers, I was not a huge fan of it. I, I thought it was good, but I, I didn't think that it was, uh, and I think that's kind of the way most for me anyways, Will Ferrell movies are like mm-hmm. Anchorman. I thought was okay, but now it's probably top five on comedies for me. Um, and this movie's the same way. Like the more I watch it, the more it, I just laugh at, at everything, just their stupid looks on their faces, just everything. It, it just makes it way funnier. Um, so let's go, let's go, let's go on these guys then. So this is Will Ferrell, John C. Riley. This is, uh, Definitely in the heat of of Will Ferrell's run, right? I mean, of the ones. Well, that I would, are, I would I mean, say that after this, Will Ferrell's kind of had. Yeah, he hasn't really had a movie that. Yeah, I mean, Anchorman two for me. I, I liked Anchorman two, but other than that, I mean, um, what's the uh, what's the basketball one that he did? Semi pro. Semi pro was decent. Yeah, um, let's see. This is a this is a 2008. Uh, so yeah, this kind of yeah, I guess you're right. This is more like the end of the run because before this is when you have kicking and screaming, which is um it's underrated. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely. But I mean, you, you go back. Um, well, okay. So answer me this real quick. Then off the side, best your if you're the funniest movie that Will Ferrell's ever even been in. Uh, I would probably say Anchorman. So I would say Anchorman are old school, right? And so both of those are quite a bit before this. So yeah, you're right. See, I would put I, I would put Step Brothers for me personally. I'd put Step Brothers ahead of old school, but I, oh, I, I mean I like all three of them. Yeah. Uh, so old school, 2003. Then Farrell gets the Elf gig, which kind of boosts him even more. Yeah. Um, and and then Anchorman 2004, Kicking and Screaming 2005, Wedding Crashers 2005. So then yeah, this is right at the end of everything. Blades of Glory. Yeah, that's when he started getting into uh, Talladega Nights was good, but this is where he started getting all those. I mean, he did basically every sport. He did soccer, uh, basketball, racing. You know, I mean, he he did pretty much everything. And then uh, you you forgot a movie though. I think it was probably his one of his probably his first like main role was uh, Night at the Roxbury, which I think is very underrated. I I love Night at the Roxbury, but um. So yeah, let's, remember, uh, he was in, remember he was in Austin Powers? Yeah, he was uh, Fez <laughs> or uh, what was it like? Fez or Mustafa yeah. or something like that? <laughs> something. Uh, yeah, dude, he gets thrown down. So, it, <laughs> and then John C. Riley never really, it's just kind of a guy that's been around. No, yeah, he's always it. like a, he's always like a secondary character, but he plays that role all like great. I mean, he's, I don't know if there's many people better at that second uh leading character than him i mean he's just awesome in that role um the only movie that i can think of that he was like the leading star was walk hard Mm -hmm. and it was you know um it it had some really good moments but overall i mean it's been in some good stuff i mean you look at you know guardians of the galaxy um, you know, yeah, all those little smaller roles, yeah. small roles that he has, uh, Kong skull Island, like he comes in pretty well. Oh, yeah, He was good in that, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. He, uh, he has to come in, um, before we get into the actual movie, are we going to talk about, did you go see, uh, Holmes and Watson? 
No, I from the first trailer, I, I was like, "There's no way in hell I'm yeah. watching that." That is I, the, about the worst Rotten yeah. Tomato I've ever seen. As much of a fan of, of those two guys as I am, th- there was no way in hell I would I would watch that. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I've heard even even knowing how bad it was going to be just from that, the fact that people say it's even worse, you know. Um, I mean, I, I've seen our viewers and they said that people were walking out of the theater throughout the entire. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen that in a movie where a movie's that bad. Uh, I've seen it in movies where like it's kind of controversial. So like Bruno, uh, when I went and saw that, I saw people leaving because I think they thought it was something else. <laughs> you know, there's like, the, you know, me and my brother went and saw it and we're like, yeah, dude, there's like this 80 year old couple in here. I don't think they're going to last. Um <laughs> But uh, so, yeah, so Step Brothers, um, I will say this, it, it kind of the first like five minutes is really funny, but then it kind of takes a little bit to kind of show you, you know, who these guys are. And and uh, they're more just they're idiots, but they're more just kind of like bums, like lazy bums, you know, yeah, they're, they're but, supposed uh, to be like they're like 10 year old kids, they're like 12 year old kids. I mean, that's what yeah. they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be adults who are kids. Um, and I think that's like part of this is the charm is like, you know, that like they're doing stupid, but like they added this like stuff that little kids do like, you know, like you, you have to call me Nighthawk, like little things like that, like a, a kid would do adds even the funnier part. Like it gives it an extra of just beyond being stupid. Or um, so what, let, let's start with one of the first scenes in the movie. It might actually be the first. No, it's not the first scene, but it's probably like. The second or third is when uh, Brennan, who's played by Will Ferrell, he's riding with his mom and they're going to the house and he's sitting there and he's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm not calling him dad. And she's like, <laughs> I, she's like, you're 39 years old. I don't expect you to call him dad. And he's like, it's like, I'm just telling you, you better not get my face. <laughs> I'll drop that in man. Yeah, and dude, when he like that to me, that really got the movie kind of going. Cause it's just, you know, one of those things where, you know, you expect, like you said, a kid, who's having a new family like that's how a kid would react and that's how he's reacting to it you know and then he stays in the car you know he won't even get out of car in the beginning he's he's sitting there staying in the car and pouting and the Uh, and the distance like when they're standing in the yard you know how kids just don't quite have those social skids yet they're standing like an awkward distance away from each other talking to each other and it's like (laughs) and uh another one of my favorite like little bit parts is when they're eating dinner and he says he says something uh will ferrell makes a comment and um, Dale says, Oh, it's so funny. I, last time I heard a joke that funny, I la- fell off my dinosaur <laughs> and Will Ferrell starts crying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he gives it like the fake cry. Like it gets him out the go. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And the, the line before that Will Ferrell says is I remember the first time I remember, I remember my first beer. They're just like yeah, 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 trading yeah. little kid yeah. jokes back and forth. And his cry face was perfect. Perfect. Well, and then he sits there and, and, you know, he's got that ketchup. And first of all, they're eating chicken nuggets. You know, like <laughs> what is more of a kid's meal than chicken nuggets? I mean, the, I, I can't remember what the I think the parents are eating like steak or something, <laughs> but they're eating freaking chicken nuggets. And then he goes, um, he's just he's just pouring on the, the ketchup just to be a little butthole. And <laughs> Dad says he's like, no, that's enough. He goes what i like it <laughs> and it's oh, just man. you know like you know like and we'll keep talking about this more but just totally what kids would say and, and at the same point where you're sitting you know it's it's kind of along, along the same lines with dumb and dumber like 
these they did such a good job of making these people morons and just completely immature beyond belief but they made it to where you didn't hate them you know you didn't sit there and be like dude y'all are just completely you know there's no hope and where you didn't uh you you still rooted for him you didn't hate the characters you know what i mean right um another kind of uh did you ever see that movie with um this is another galifianakis movie but uh due date did you ever see that it was with him and robert downey jr it was like a remake of uh planes trains and automobiles yeah but i think i only gave that one a, i think i've seen it once yeah, yeah I've definitely everybody seen it. just saw it once because it was awful um yeah. but it, it's kind of similar like this guy's an idiot too but you hated him throughout the whole movie because he just does stuff that just screws everything up constantly right. um so I, I don't know but uh, so then um, they go and, you know, there's I can't remember if this is the first night or a couple of nights later. But uh, another part that I always laugh at is when they're they're laying in the bed oh, and they're, the best. Like, they're like whispering, uh, <gasps> talking shit to each other. <laughs> the best. And, he, and he says he says something. Um, he says something like, uh, like, yeah, we just got to get the retard out of here. And he goes, he goes, hey, don't you say that? Oh, wow. <laughs> he's like. And, and this is literally how, how, like, me and my brother used to argue late at night. You know, we'd be like, you're going to get me grounded. You shut up. You know, it's just um, – and, and a lot of those scenes like that, what makes it funny is because you relate. Because as a kid, yeah, exactly. that's how you reacted, you know. Uh, my My favorite line from that one is because you just found out that, like, earlier she said something about that uh, – that um. That, Br- that Dale had wanted to become a doctor, not by going to school, just because he's going to take over his dad's practice. You know, he's yeah. like, he's like, oh, I'm yeah. going to be in the family business, and he said, it's about, it's about who you know. And so yeah. later, when they're laying in bed, he goes, "You and your mom are hillbillies. This is a house of learned doctors." <laughs> <laughs> and it's like that's how they tied that in. It's so great. Um, so we'll skip ahead a little bit. Later on, uh, and this is when the side characters really kind of start. Um, one of my favorite characters, and I'd probably say my brother's favorite character in the whole movie is uh, is the dad. Um, Richard, I think his name is in the movie. but um, Dr. Robert. Robert Doback. Robert. Robert Doback. Yeah, dude. He, he has some lines in there that are just so funny. When he's talking about when he comes uh, back and he's been drinking at the uh, – at the cheesecake factory cheesecake factory, <laughs> and he's just like he's like this is tonight at the cheesecake factory is the happiest i've been in a long time <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know he's and he's just got all these uh lines here and there and even um uh the mom she has like two or three uh you know like when they're fighting out in the lawn and she's just like fuck you know because yeah. she just can't deal with it anymore um, it's, it's just awesome. And then, uh, so then about probably midway through the movie, um, his brother comes in Derek and Derek's played by Adam Scott and just, uh, you know, like we talked about with dumb and dumber, dumb and dumber really didn't have anything kind of like these characters, especially, uh, the brother who comes in and is just, you know, his brothers, but, and it, and it kind of, this is the thing I liked about the movie is they're both. So they're completely on separate ends of the maturity spectrum, right? Like Derek's got his own, you know, he's like the head of his company or whatever. He makes all this money, goes fishing with Mark Cuban. 
and then you have Brennan. But when you look more at like Derek's family, it's like completely screwed up. And, you know, he's got his kids going to thousand dollar a week singing lessons. And, um, <laughs> you know, he's just sitting there. He's, he's telling that he's telling that story. And, uh, and he's talking about, and this is another like little line that, that me and my, my uh, brother will say a lot is, um, he's talking, he's talking about a f- some kind of fish and he goes, uh, Dale's like, is that a big kind of fish? And he's like, uh, yeah, they're pretty big. And then he's just like looking <laughs> yeah. around like, who the hell is this guy? Like, why is he talking while I'm talking? It's like the, this guy with the questions and then he comes on to his own. That The best part about that is when he's talking about himself too. And cause when she's like, she's like, Oh, he's got stories. And he's like guilty as charged with the stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's such a yeah. douche. Yeah, dude. I, mean, yeah. I like his wife too. I, cause it's such a curveball in the show. Like it, they could have left it out and it would have been the, like uh, nobody would have known. But his yeah. wife being put in there all of a sudden just completely coming on to John C. Riley's character like instantly. It would just be completely vulgar. It was like a total left turn in the movie. And I, I thought she did awesome in there. Yeah, like you said, they could have totally just had her as like a side character that never had any real lines or anything. It was just kind of there. Um, but they, they made something really fun, you know, and her, she's only in like two or three scenes really, but every time she's in there, it's like a quick two minute, you know, little scene and it, it's, it's funny. It's awesome. And it doesn't take, you know, it just adds to the, to everything. Cause I think the, I think the two most quoted things that I get out of it still, um, are why are you so sweaty for sure? You know, why are you so sweaty? It's watching cops. And like that line to me still quote that constantly. And then the other one is when they're they're wanting they're asking permission to build bunk beds. And he's <laughs> yeah. clearly given them. He's like, You're adult, you yeah. do you want? And they're like, So, so. <laughs> and we do that. We drop that line all the time. It's like someone just give you a completely clear answer. You're like, uh so um it's just <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Um so much room for activities. Yeah, another another thing, I, a line that I really like. I, it's hard to use it now. It'd be, it'd be awesome if I was a kid. Was the one where he uh, he's give he gives them like twenty bucks for pizza, and he goes and he's like, well, "What if I want wings?" And he's oh, like, wait. he's like, he's like, just give the pizza. He goes, "What if it's not enough?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, so. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, that's the whole thing in the movie. Like they nailed being a kid so perfectly, and they just did it with a bunch of forty-year-old guys. So then uh, later on, they bring in Rob Riggle, who works with uh, Adam Scott's character, and uh, he's just sitting there and just saying "pow" the whole time, <laughs> oh and it's God. and it's hilarious. And then oh, later, he he just tells him he's like. He's like, I don't know what it is about your face, but I just, I just want to punch it. And he, and you know, and the funny thing is, uh, Brennan's still, he's just trying to be nice. He's like, well, is there anything I can change to make you not want to do? And he's like, no, unless you change your face, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, because now Brennan's like the adult now. He's yeah. super responsible, so he's not going to overreact. It's <laughs> great. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's, um, it's, it's kind of like you know when they start growing up and then. He's sitting there and now. They're reading books and uh, and Dale's talking. And it's finally after the part where towards the end where the dad tells him like, "Hey, do what you want to do. I'm, you know, I don't like seeing y'all like this. Whatever, blah blah blah." And um, 
Dale goes, I'm miserable, man. I woke up at 10 a.m. this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just, you know, like, and, and the thing that I like about this movie is, and this is kind of uh, another issue I, I had with a small issue with Dumb and Dumber is like in the end, things work out. You know, they they end up starting their own business and something that they wanted to do that, you know, they're actually good at that they uh, were successful in. But Dumb and Dumber has that thing where you finally think that they're going to um, – where they're finally going to get their break when that Hawaiian Tropic bus stops. And then, <laughs> you know, and, and I remember the first time watching it and I was sitting there and I was just like, when he goes, there's a town about two miles that way. <laughs> and I was just like, you idiot. So then, so then he sits there and he, and the, and the bus pulls off and then, and then he's like, do you realize what you've done? And he starts running. And I was like, oh, okay, here we go. Finally, they're going to finally, and then he goes, the town's back that way. <laughs> and I, it's, you have to excuse my friend. And it's one of those things. Slow. <laughs> yeah. And it's one of those things where I, to this day, it still annoys me. I'm just like, dude, I, I, and I know it fits the story. You know, it fits with what they were trying to do. But, you know, you kind of like to see that they they made their way. You know what I mean? Like they, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm being too picky about it, but. Uh, that that was like a small thing that I wish they would have done in oh, Dumb and Dumber. Let's, let's throw them together. Let's 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 pick them apart together. And so I would say, so let's so let's say uh, the beginning of the movie. So let's say like the first thirty minutes. What what do you the first uh, portion of the movie? What what do you think? Which one do you think is better? That's that's so hard. I think both of them have really good starts, but like. For me, right out of the gate, Dumb and Dumber is rolling. Like that's and the, some of my favorite scenes are all within the first part. So like I have like I have to say that 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 one wins out of the gate because like there's just lines right there where it's it's immediate. Like some of the most shrimp on the Barbie is like 15 seconds in. Yeah, I I, w- I would agree. I think Dumb and Dumber gets a faster start. Um, so going to the middle, I would say I would say the middle portion. This is tough, but I, I would probably say that for me, uh, once they move in and and kind of the rivalry starts between the two uh, stepbrothers, I, I think that's funnier. I think stepbrothers in the middle is funnier than Dumb and Dumber. Um, so I would probably give the edge in the middle part of the movie to to stepbrothers. No, I agree. I think you, you get some there's and that's how film is. Just, it's the problem of that one being a 94 movie too is attention spans and you get some of the you know the driving scenes and some of the longer draggier parts of uh dumb and dumber um where you get a little like mini montages somewhat added in so that definitely drags for a little bit until they finally get to aspen there's some pieces to me so i think stepbrothers on that one for sure and then um, the end of the movie probably you know the last like 30 minutes i, I would probably lean towards uh stepbrothers as well just because you you know you have the uh, catalina wine mixer you have um you know the parts where he is uh they're they're going to get jobs or they're going to interview for jobs i guess you kind of put that towards the middle maybe but um yeah i would say that uh stepbrothers ends funnier than uh than dumb and dumber does yeah neither one of them has a great ending it's neither one of them is not. Com- I mean, most comedy. Yeah, it's don't. so hard to end it. Like, 
Catalina wine mixer is great. And then they go into the dream sequence part, you know, like she's, she's dreaming that like he's half man, half horse with the bow and arrow and parts. And then like, and here, okay, here's the, here's the whole biggest problem I have with dumb and dumber in in a, in a total, if we can jump ahead to that part. Yeah, go ahead. Is that they their story was real bad. Like the storyline overall, because like you said, the the bad guy, like you never even really figured out like she was like, You my family trusted you, and you were like, wait, what? Like really what was going on? You didn't even know exactly what the ransom was and the storyline, and then there's this cop who the FBI agent who's miraculously there, and they give him like a bulletproof vest, and that was their plan instead of just literally walking in and arresting him, like with a like he's holding people hostage, but they need him to be shot first. Like the whole story is like, oh, this is a rough, this is a rough landing. Yeah, and I mean with with movies like this, I'm not uh, I'm not trying to judge them on who had better story structure. Sure, uh, you know, that and I think, but yeah. Yeah, um, I, I'm just thinking about a movie, and and a lot of times with comedies, I kind of, I kind of think about okay, if if I had the choice between the two, which one would I choose more times than not to watch? And for me, I, that would be Step Brothers. So my pick out of these two movies would be Step Brothers for that mainly that reason. Oh yeah, I think overarching, if we're going like comedy, something I want to watch. Um, it definitely holds up better. I mean, I think both of them are old enough now where it's not like one gets the fresh nod. I mean, they're still both have some distances. <clears throat> Step Brothers overarching, like you said, you get a few more characters in there. The actions is is moving a little bit better. There's not as much dragging parts for me in there. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give my win to the Step Brothers on this as well. And and I just think that. Both have a ama- like really funny parts, but I think like the really funny parts in Step Brothers, to me, are funnier than the really funny parts in Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, I, agree. I, I totally agree. Yeah, they, their peaks, their peaks are better. And I mean, I think you what you inadvertently did here was like you picked similar movies because you know talking about two kind of dumb guys, but like these are two of the most quotable movies. Like. I mean, you go through like almost like every other line. So it's like you definitely heard people say that, you know, as mm-hmm. a quote. Um, but yeah, I, I, it, when it comes down to it, hardest laughs for sure, Step Brothers. So what's your? So uh, we're both picking Step Brothers. So what's your? If you had one, what's your favorite scene from Step Brothers? And we'll kind of we'll kind of wrap it up after this. Oh my gosh! Now I have to put on the. You go first. I have to put on the. I have to put a really thing think- hard now. I think my favorite scene is probably when um, they they become friends and like they're so they're in the the room and they're talking about all the different stuff you know like they like the same kind of dinosaur they uh, I, I think there's a question where um, what's the question where it's something in like the answers John Stamos um if you were if you were if you were a woman or if you were a girl you know yeah basically like guy you, you like to hook, hook up, up with, with. Yeah. yeah yeah uh and then you know it goes to the the uh where they build the bunk beds and then you know the bunk beds fall and he thinks someone so's dead uh, that that just scene for me i, I think would, is probably the my favorite and uh, I think, uh, 
I think my my favorite scene is gonna. It might be with them laying in bed, just just swapping back and forth, acting like little kids. Yeah, kids, that's like, up there. To me, man, it's so funny. Like just the little lines. It sets the pace for the whole movie. But every line they come back at back and forth at each other is so funny. That you and your mom are hillbillies, and it like. That one is really good, but some of the interviews are also really high on that one for me. We didn't even talk about yeah. you know, getting yeah. some and of the, it, the, the interviews in there. The Pan Pam, we God, we quote that all the time too. And uh, that that you know they bring in Seth Rogen's in there for <laughs> for a bit. And, and what's there. funny is they if you go into the uh, if you go into the, like the deleted scenes or the stuff that didn't make the movie. Some of the they had interviews that to me are funnier than some of the ones that made it into the movie. And I was like, why in the hell didn't y'all put this in the movie? Um, but the best yeah, part his, is they, they pulled in Seth Rogen and his goal was to not be the funny one. He was just supposed to be like a yeah. boss, like hiring people. <laughs> yeah. And that and that's that's what's funny, too, is they you know, he basically just wanted people there that he could just shoot the shit with. And they were so weird. And that fart was so like blatant and <laughs> aggressive that he couldn't even hire them for that. You know, they, they weren't even qualified enough to just sit there. Right. So, um, so yeah, so I think, uh, I speak for JJ, our, our picks on this one, um, is stepbrothers. Both movies are, are amazing. If you haven't seen these movies, first of all, what's wrong with you? Second of all, um, get your shit together. And third of all, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think most people would probably, I think most people would probably agree that Step Brothers is is a little bit ahead. Maybe because, um, like we talked about, the age in which you saw them, you know. So some people uh, might have seen Dumb and Dumber, but they didn't see it. You know, they might have saw it when it was older, and it doesn't re- resonate as much because it it is so kind of. Uh, ridiculous but uh but yeah so we're gonna keep doing um doing ones like these so uh if you have any ideas on um movies you like to see compared let us know and we'll we'll see if we can do it uh we're trying to do movies that are similar but not uh like we like i don't want to do you know die hard versus die hard 2 or you know like i don't want to do sequels or even movies that have the same like main character so you gotta give us a challenge people like cable guy versus Ace Ventura. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do that. Um, so, uh, so anyways, thanks for watching this sh- or listening to the show. Um, again, you can follow me on Twitter at pod of sarcasm and, uh, JJ, you have anything else you want to say? No, that's it. We're gonna have some fun with these. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to disagree soon. Yeah. This, this one, um, I was kind of at the. I was kind of like JJ. We talked about it before. I was kind of leaning towards Dumb and Dumber when I first brought him up, but then the more I thought about it, I was like, man, I, I, every time Step Brothers is on, I'm I'm gonna watch it. It doesn't matter what else I'm doing. I'm going to watch that movie, so I have to put that one ahead. But again, thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Thanks. <laughs>